0: Hello and welcome to Platris. This is Lane. This is Meg. And today we're reviewing His Bride for the Taking by Tessa Baer. So, this is a novella. It was originally published in 2018 in a Regency Romance duet called Rogues Rush In um, with Christy Caldwell.
1: And this was recently released as a standalone on Amazon.
0: So if you're looking for a short, sweet, fun, Tessa Dare novella, like, download it, you know. And this is very Tessa Dare, very short, and very sweet,
1: which I don't want to complain about because all Tessa Dare is good Tessa Dare, but I was texting Meg the only complaint I sort of have about this book is I wish it had been a novel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, this book is 80 pages. I read it during my lunch break. It was a great lunch break, but that was it.
1: (laughs) And these two characters clearly have a lot of history. And like most novellas, they're the only characters really in it. They don't have much of like external lives to speak of.
0: Yeah, I definitely would have loved to hear more about their history. Same. It's the first rule of friendship among gentlemen. Don't even think about touching your best friend's sister. Sebastian,
1: Lord Byrne, has never been one for rules. He's thought about touching Mary Clayton a lot and struggled to resist temptation. When Mary's bridegroom leaves her waiting at the altar, only Sebastian can
0: save her from ruin by marrying her himself. In 11 years, he's never laid a finger on his best friend's sister. Now he's going to take her with both hands To have, to hold, and to love.
1: So, like, all of that characterization of his, like, that he's not one for rules, none of that's in the text. No, but the rest of it is. Yeah, but the rest of it is.
0: So, in general, it's it's totally fine.
1: How long... Okay, so the way that Sebastian and Mary know each other, as stated by the book jacket, is that he was best friends with Mary's brother. Mm -hmm. However, Mary's brother died... How long has he been dead? Like two years. Okay. Yeah. So he's one of the other ones who died at Waterloo or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the many gentlemen, I guess, who died. The at non-sisters. Waterloo. Right, right. The non-sisters. <laughs> and the non-Carsington's either.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like some families, they all survive. Others, Tragedy.
0: Yeah, in this case, very tragic because there were only the two of them: was Mary and her brother, and Henry. And uh, Henry, Henry didn't make it. And Sebastian was, of course, with him at Waterloo. So. Yeah. Yep. So as usual, we did write random number uh, summaries. We generated the random number out of twenty-five because, since it's a novella, we figured uh, there's no reason we need fifty words to describe this. So this week, our random number is eleven. So my summary, from pining guest to groom,
1: breaking the dead bro code.
0: <laughs> so you you went for the same thing that um, the professional book jacket writer did. Yeah, but I didn't need as many words. That's true. And I'm going to be completely honest, I did too. Uh, here's my summary. Sebastian finally fulfills his adolescent fantasy about his best friend's sister. Yeah, so as we mentioned, there's only
1: so much that happens in this book
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like I don't even think there's a way to spoil it
0: I don't think there is a way to spoil it there's nothing there's no way to spoil it absolutely not no and I will say the only thing
1: I didn't like about this book and the only reason I wish it would have been a novel instead of a novella is it Mary has a secret that shouldn't be a secret given that you were in her perspective
0: Yes. This was especially evident when we, when I reread it.
1: Yeah. Um, so. And yeah. I know I talked about, that just a pet peeve of mine.
0: And it's,
1: the thing is, it's the kind of twist a novella needs. Yeah. But it's the kind of thing that in a novel, I actually would have liked to have seen her perspective on and seen it expounded upon. Yeah. Like so here the, it was a fun twist, but in a novel it would have been real character development.
0: Yeah. So there, there is actually a way to spoil this novella because we're dancing around Mary's but like That's
1: it. So. Literally the twist about Mary's knowledge of the situation is it. Other than that, you got a best friend and a sister with a dead guy in between them getting married when she gets stood up. And then she has to convince him that it's not just going to be a marriage of convenience, basically.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I am totally with Lane. I would have loved to see some actual scenes with Henry. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see, you know, the first time they meet, his hopeless crush, her, you know, gradual understanding. Because he was probably, what, like 15, 14 or 15 when they met for the first time.
1: Well, And she was older.
0: Yes. She's, like, almost three years older. So it would have, I, this would be a super cute book. hmm like full length yeah and she's
1: at this point supposed to be like 28 29 so very on the shelf
0: mm-hmm, and he's 25 so I mean completely appropriate but also I love it
1: <laughs> okay, but especially you know as we know so many historicals veer into 35 year old man 18 year old woman it's just so refreshing
0: it really so, is it's so stupid that it's refreshing but it is
1: but, so, okay, so, so I like Tessa Dare's characters her books are sexy I always want more
0: I, I was going to say, the only criticism we have is, like, write more, Tessa. Please give us more.
1: <laughs> um, so lots of tropes, but we've pretty much gone over them in the summary. Best friend sister, tragic dad best friend slash brother, and a groom switcheroo. Yeah. And
0: and Waterloo.
1: Oh, God, and Waterloo. Right.
0: Okay. The, the historical romance trope. She shows up with,
1: you know, she's in her bridal whites, tells him her groom's not coming, he suggests they run off to get married. They take the carriage intended for her and her husband and get married that night.
0: Mhm. It's great.
1: Bing, bang, boom.
0: It's great. And it has, it has some of the stuff that I love from Tessa dare as well. So Tessa dare is not, she doesn't, I think, try to be historically accurate, which I kind of appreciate, you know, it's not like she's trying to jam these modern characters into his uh, historical setting. She's like, this is a fantasy historical setting. This is an alternate universe historical setting, in my opinion. So I have no problems with the historical accuracy or inaccuracy of her characters. Um, But basically at the wedding, one of the things I really like is she stops it to let him know that she has a choice, right? She's like, look, I know that you feel like the the only choice for us right now is for us to get married. And then that's going to save my reputation. But I want you to know that actually I am choosing to marry you. Like Mm -hmm. I want to marry you. And I was like, Oh, that's so nice. I just really liked it. You know? Yeah. So you got the sense, even though you
1: don't get a ton of, you get told a lot of their backstory, but not shown a lot of their prior interactions. You still get the sense of how close these two people were and how much their high regard means to one another.
0: Yeah. Well, and Deer did a really great job in, in literally 80 pages of giving you this idea of how they knew each other, how they relate to each other. Mm-hmm. She did a really good job with that. In my opinion. She's, I think at this point, she's our favorite right now. She, she's my current favorite. Yeah. Although, It's hard to say that because I also love Loretta Chase. She just hasn't published a book in a while.
1: Well, but like contemporarily, like, yeah, Loretta Chase's body of work is amazing. But the, how do I put this? Like, I'm looking forward to Loretta Chase's next book. I'm looking forward to reading Tessa Dare's entire backlog. Like, I'm chewing through her stuff right now.
0: Possibly because I already have read Loretta Chase's backlog. So maybe that's the
1: reason why. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, And then one other thing she does that I just, I really enjoyed, it was so over the top funny and silly, is that they, they go for their honeymoon, they go to his, I don't know, cottage on the sea, right? Mm -hmm. And it hasn't been very well kept up. Uh, There's not even a bed for them. So they find these bed slats in the attic that... They have some kind of Swedish decoration on it, and so they have to put the bed together, and it turns into the quintessential couple fight about putting your bed together from IKEA. Like, (laughs) well, and it's the point that like she suggests
1: designing instructions, yeah, like back, like reverse engineering an instruction manual, and he insists that he doesn't need one. Yeah, he's
0: like, I have made beds, I know how to make beds.
1: It was a very, like, modern moment, and I did laugh out loud.
0: It was super fun. It was super silly. This is what I mean by, like, I don't need it to be historically accurate, you know? Mm-hmm. So, just really fun. Um,
1: I would say, did anything offend you about this? No. I have one sort of thing, but it's, like, I, a, it's a joke thing.
0: I was, well, actually, I was wondering about the, about what you thought because they do have a whole epilogue with like a million kids
1: i didn't care this was so many tropes crammed into a very short period yeah. that of course the happily ever after from this guy who planned to pop pine from a far far from his whole life and this woman who was like basically willing to be a spinster if she couldn't have him of course the happily ever after is four kids and they love the scottage like whatever Yeah. the thing is the kids didn't feel validating, they didn't feel like a part of the romance, they didn't feel like not a part of the romance like I think part of the thing that bugs me about a billion children Mm -hmm. is when like I think you wrote a female character who wants more than that and then you didn't give it to her or you make infertility a big deal and then they of course that fact is defining and then having kids is what completes them. Yeah. Like I don't need I don't like hate the existence of children in an epilogue. I hate it when it feels like it's shoehorned into a plot where it doesn't fit because yeah. it's some like heteronormative view of happily ever after. Yeah. Here it worked.
0: I I mean it it re- I think it worked here. I agree.
1: No, so the thing that um I would jokingly say offended me is that you know they're in a carriage. But it's you don't true. See, you don't see them in the carriage.
0: they're in a carriage for a long time but it's like it's fade to black carriage
1: but it's not even fade to black because they're getting busy
0: Mm, no
1: they're just like they're just riding in the carriage Mm -hmm. can't stress to you how disappointing that is every time it it is
0: disappointing and there were like two yeah there was like a major carriage ride because they went from london to canterbury and then from canterbury to cottage land cottage ramsgate ramsgate
1: I prefer Cottage Land. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and especially from wherever, sort of Cottage Town, like, they were married at that point.
0: They were married. They were married. But at the whole point, I mean, it's a novella, and that was, like, in the second chapter of 10-chapter okay. novella. She couldn't do it then. Why not? I mean, she could, but.
1: I'm sorry. I'm currently reading Sinster book seven and they're making out in chapter two when they don't even know each other's names.
0: Oh my God. Oh my God. That book. (laughs) I'm just saying never say can't. Yes. But these two books, you can't compare Stephanie Lawrence and Tessa Dare because they're historically inaccurate in different ways. I do what I want. (laughs) First of all, Uh, So, no, I wasn't offended by this book. It was super cute, super fun.
1: It's a nothing burger of, I don't say that offensively. Like, it is literally the most generic, tropey love story in 80 pages. And it's proof that if you are a master of your craft, that's what matters more than being innovative or breaking the mold. Tessa Dare wrote a cute story that I've read so many times from other authors, but she did it better.
0: Yeah. Um, this is one that I'm gonna if I'm waiting in line and I have my phone, I'm just be like if it's a longish line, I'll be like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna read his Bride for the Taking.
1: This is a DMV book.
0: Oh yeah, it is like for sure.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So um, let's talk about the best part of Tessa Dare. Was this book sexy? It was pretty sexy. It wasn't as sexy as Tessa Dare can get. Well, but it was sexy. Pages. It was 80 pages. But it was, it was sexy.
1: Yeah. I, I know we've talked a lot about how much you and I both like longing in books. And to a degree, mm-hmm. we both are like more prone to gushing about longing looks and sexual attraction and chemistry than we are to actually gush about like the act. And Tessa Dare manages to write both really well.
0: She does both. Yeah.
1: Yes. It's like I didn't have a ton invested in these two characters in the sense that I was only 40 pages in when they were hooking up.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was
1: still like, yes, finally. Right? Like, I've only been reading this book for 20
0: minutes. Why is finally
1: my sentiment?
0: Yeah, well, because you, you're like, oh, he's been waiting for 11 years, and she has been waiting since whatever, and it's like, oh. Yeah. So it is finally for them.
1: But, like, I believe it. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, I don't know. I was, I kept reading this book, and literally the only negative I can say is I get to the next chapter and be like, wait, there's there's no more. Like yeah. I don't get development between these scenes. I'm just jumping very quickly from action to action. But like that's yeah. a novella, right?
0: Exactly. So. so basically I would say this novella is like pretty a pretty perfect romance novella, honestly.
1: If you want to read something fluffy and happy and sexy and you only have forty five minutes, highly
0: recommend. Yeah definitely it's 99 cents I there are times that I would complain about a novella being 99 cents because you can get a full-length novel but um no no nah, I would spend it <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a 99 I think we all get cute anyone who has a kindle gets coupons for like anything under 299 all the time
0: right yeah
1: use that on this do it <laughs> won't regret it if you like Tessa Dare you'll like this
0: And if you like our podcast,
1: please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks so much for listening.